Welcome back to BarkVox. I'm Bri, and I'm here to talk about another topic related to enterprise business architecture, whether directly or indirectly. So that affords me a lot of space to roam. And roam, I shall. Come roam with me. In the beginning, there was enterprise business architecture. Nope. That's not quite right. A new business is not likely to have a formal business architecture defined, let alone managed. So, let's talk about what we mean when we talk about enterprise business architecture, and where it fits into the scheme of things. The raison d'etre of BarkVox's enterprise business architecture, which serves as the center for discussion, so let's start there. What is enterprise business architecture? Enterprise business architecture is a relatively new discipline, so the definition is evolving. And parsing the phrase doesn't get you very far. There is something about an enterprise, and something about business. But aren't these the same thing? When we're talking about enterprise, we are talking about the expanse of the business, it's about the scale and ensuring that the solution covers the purview of the entire organization. And business. That's the business of the enterprise. The mechanics and mechanisms of the organization. The operations. This relates to the business of the business, if I may. This is about the functional part of the organization. From product and service ideation to operations and delivery of products and services, to marketing and sale, to service possibly supply chain, manufacturing, inventory, and logistics, and all of the attendant capabilities that allow this. And so what about architecture? The architecture is the framework. The schematic that maps how an enterprise is structured. It informs what capabilities an organization has, how functions interoperate, and what it doesn't have but needs. It should also inform one about relative maturity and what it might take to optimize the organization. So, let's step back and hear how all of this comprises the discipline of enterprise business architecture. Before we continue, let's step back to capture the bigger picture. Enterprise business architecture is a shared part of enterprise architecture. As we just discovered, it's the part focused on the business. But let's see where enterprise architecture fits into the equation. Enterprise architecture is the bridge between an organization's vision and strategy and its operations and execution. Enterprise architecture has a longer history than its business subcomponent, and so has a more developed orthodoxy, even if there is still a lot of variation among companies. Let's consider how enterprise architecture can be deconstructed. The oldest and most prominent component of enterprise architecture is enterprise solution architecture, or what some call, enterprise technical architecture. In fact, when some people hear the term enterprise architecture, they may consider it to be synonymous with enterprise solution or technical architecture. And given that many organizations don't have a formal business architecture element, this is not unreasonable. Digging even deeper, enterprise solution architecture may be comprised of subcomponents. Infrastructure architecture. Application architecture. Data architecture. And information architecture. Each performed at the enterprise level. Each of these constituents operate at their own level of maturity. Some organizations don't formally distinguish between the roles they just fall under some umbrella of enterprise solution architecture. I'm not going to discuss these subcomponents here. I'll defer these for future segments. Ostensibly, the difference between solution architecture and business architecture is a matter of focus. It would not be unusual for a person in either of these roles to have a depth of both business and technical knowledge. Solution architects are primarily concerned with technology systems and their processes, whilst business architects are primarily concerned with business operations and processes. 
business architects and solution architects fit together by complementing each other in solutioning, by being the sounding board for their privileged perspectives, and by creating whole solutions with a 360-degree perspective. In practice, it wouldn't be unusual for these groups to share many of the same artifacts, though each having a deeper view into their own disciplines. The enterprise architecture practice provides the metastructure for solution architecture and business architecture. And there is more than one way to implement it within an organization. Depending on how it's instantiated, enterprise architecture could be implemented as a managed entity within the organization structure. Or it may be implemented as a governance function and operate with steering and operating committees, rather than part of the organizational structure. In any case, the function of enterprise architecture is to provide an escalation path and resolution mediator for differences of opinions between business architects and solution architects. This may be a discussion for another day. Larger organizations tend to have tiers of architects. Strictly speaking, although these architects may be contained within the same reporting organization, the enterprise prefix only pertains to the top tier with a full enterprise vantage. And, if there are levels of business architects and solution architects, then each should be an ordered pair. Each business architect having a corresponding solution architect in their domain space to ensure full coverage all the way down. Let's rewind a bit. What is business architecture in the first place? What does a business architect do? The primary goal of a business architect is to be a catalyst to operationalize business strategy. I like to think of the business architect as generating the what and the why. The solution architect provides the how. As the focus of this segment is on enterprise business architecture, we'll leave the solution architecture conversation for another day. The enterprise business architect has several key functional activities. 1. To translate organizational strategy into an architectural design, and into language workaday business operators can consume. This design may either serve to construct a new architecture or to rationalize some existing implementation. 2. To guide the conversation between enterprise solution architects, business operators, and program management. And, to some extent development resources. Though this may occur by proxy. 3. To serve as knowledge managers. Information and artifacts need to be human consumable and digestible. It needs to be relevant and current, so it needs to be updated as progress is made. I don't want to spend time discussing the artifacts in depth, here, but a business architect might be expected to work with capability models, organizational design documents, opportunity roadmaps, gap analysis, and impact assessments. I'll save the drill down on these for another time. The last topic I want to touch on in this segment is how, and where enterprise business architecture interfaces with upstream organizational strategy and downstream activation resources. Enterprises have their own implementations of organization strategy functions. Some companies have fully developed organization strategy functions. But for many companies, organization strategy is managed by a single title. Perhaps even one role of many by a specific person. Many companies don't create their own organization strategy. That's a topic for another segment. These companies rely on external partners to develop strategy and roadmaps, which are vetted by internal resources and enterprise business architects rely on these strategy outputs. Downstream activation resources rely on business architects to convey the foundation and narrative necessary to implement the architecture. Program management resources take roadmaps as inputs to coordinate planning and execution. They may work with functional architects, product owners or product managers, and possibly technical architects. 
It should go without saying that business architects also interface with business managers and operators, in order to understand the needs of the business and gain insights related to effectiveness and optimization opportunities. Business exists for one purpose. To serve the customer. So, I've saved the best for last. Customer experience. Without customers, or the potential for customers, a company has no reason to exist. So, without filtering solution perspectives through a customer lens, we'd be missing a key element. The importance of customer experience is a topic of its own. To wrap up this segment, let's circle back to how business architects are the yin to the yang of solution architects. These two functional are complementary. Business architects are closer to the business, and solution architects are closer to the technology. But a business architect without a strong foundation in technology, and a solution architect without a strong grounding in business, are likely to produce weaker solutions. And the business architect is more likely to be closer to customer needs than a technologist. That's the end of this segment of BarkVox. Thank you for taking time in your schedule to listen. I am always interested in experiences you've had from your perspective. For better and for worse. So, don't be afraid to comment. You can leave comments on the blog at BarkVox.com. And come back soon to hear more on business architecture and related topics. Cheers. Thank you.